Putting two in the pillow sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason why we debated about having um, you on. For <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's gross, but it also doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. Don't explain. Hello and welcome along to the community notice board. Welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about the suburbs we grew up in, hometown heroes, local landmarks, and coming-of-age tales. We have a very special guest today, comedian, podcaster, guy. <laughs> hot guy? Is it, I'm hot guy. Are you a hot guy when, now? You're rebranding yeah, as hot? Yeah. When you said special just then, you meant that in like the pejorative sense, right? <laughs> I was thinking that Jamie actually says guest. special guest on every single episode. So yeah, I well, every guest is special to us. We got Andrew Hastings today. Woo! How are you? Hastings. Hastings. And I believe you're the self-styled king of Narrowena. Is oh, that absolutely. right? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Is it true that you once <laughs> edited? Uncontested yeah. throne, by the way. Yeah. There's not a lot of people <laughs> oh, competing Is it that. true that you once edited the Wikipedia well, page of Narrowena? I can't believe we got to it this quick. I got the first prop for you right here. Oh, <laughs> oh, Hastings yes. got props. <laughs> Perfect for I, a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll describe them. Yeah. I deeply love Narrowena. I really like having so a hold on. Oh my lord. Let's okay, just I know what this is. So, Narrowena, Northern Beaches, right? Hastings grew near, up there. It's near DY and Manly and shit. So, okay. Hastings has pulled out a framed, a framed Wikipedia, Wikipedia article. <laughs> Screenshot? <laughs> Not only that, it's a Wikipedia that you've you've screenshotted your phone. It's got your battery percentages in it. 65% at 9 o'clock at 9. I hadn't learned how to crop yet. (laughs) Can't even do it on a laptop. And so what does it say on it for the people at home? Does someone else want to read it? Yeah, I can read it. So this is the history, a bit of a description in general. This actually kind of helps us because it does outline what Narrowena is. Narrowena is a suburb of northern Sydney in the state of New South Wales, Australia. Narrowena is 18 kilometres northeast of the Sydney Central Business District in the local government area of Northern Beaches Council Facts. and is part of the Northern Beaches region. Mm-hmm. Narrowena is built around a ridge with views over Long Reef and DY beaches as well as Garigal Forest. As of 1990, Andrew Hastings <laughs> is the king of Narrowena. <laughs> and oh this is not on there anymore. I did check. Yeah. What do you mean it's not? Of course <laughs> it's not. They're, they're having arguments in the Wikipedia boardroom. So it stayed up for six months. Um, that just shows you how unpopular <laughs> Narrowena is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Six months until, and what fucked it up, right, is a, is a mate of mine found it himself. Like he was also coincidentally on the narrowing a wikipedia page screenshotted it and posted it on my facebook wall very funny someone from my i haven't seen them since i was 12 years old someone from my primary school saw that went in and added and edited the page again to get her own name on the page with like and rebecca hunters there oh fuck i said her name <laughs> but i haven't seen this we sure. will not bleep that <laughs> that's right yeah all right there's a person called rebecca yeah uh, um yeah, is is the queen of Narrowena, blah blah blah, had her own little and that was not p- sanctioned, and had a, had her own joke on she it. She piggybacks your own. Yeah. that's and, oh, then, I hate that. and then what I think happened is because within an hour it was all taken down. The increased activity on the page <laughs> yeah, up from zero to two. <laughs> 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 exactly. We got a problem in here, so look at these stats. <laughs> when just yeah. guys sweating in a control room. <laughs> when when it's a page that five people visit a year, two changes in six months is gonna yeah. the ratios off. Oh right? yeah, there's yeah. like so, an alarm. I'm going off at the like manly council. So somewhere. it's kind of Rebecca's fault that you got found out. Yeah, Otherwise, you reckon you could be. A- I squarely blame her. And Damn. so you took that and you were so proud of it. <laughs> and how long it had been up when you decided, I actually want this framed? Probably about three months. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably came back to look at it and just marvel at it. Well, <laughs> I, actually, I, I didn't get it framed. It's not my screenshot. Someone else took the screenshot uh-huh. and put it together framed oh. for me. Because it does make us get it framed. You know, ABC framing. Manly, did keep going someone this would make a great birthday <laughs> he didn't realize it would be for him though he was just trying to get it made for everyone else i made it myself and then asked them for the cash yeah. to come yeah. <laughs> just trying is this down at the boardwalk just trying to sell them as merchandise and so is that on display at your current apartment yeah, that's in my i just picked that up off the shelf on my way out today it's just it's on it's in display in my bomb room so this is kind of what you can expect from an andrew hastings episode <laughs> he right, brought so, props which is a lot of dedication so you're you know you get dragged in front of the Wikipedia board and it's like prove to us you're the king of Narrowena what the fuck do you got 
to justify that. Such a bold title. Yeah. Well, no one else is claiming the throne. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's That's a, the true Andrew Hastings method. It's uncontested. Yeah. Well, it's not. Rebecca's, she's playing, making a play. Yeah, she's in fucking England. She can't. <laughs> yeah, but if she someone, has no right. But if someone from Wikipedia is like, well, this Rebecca yeah. is making title to be the queen, you've got to prove that you're the king of Narrowena. What do you say? Um, there's a few things. My, my, I would say my family's been in Narrowena since the 70s. Okay. Oh, um, going way back. In the long, long ago. You know? <laughs> Dude, I think Narrowena was invented in the 60s. So yeah, okay. yeah, it yeah. used to be, I think, called DY Heights. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, okay. There's a few things. Um, and, and then they were like, DY Heights doesn't sound good. We need something that sounds like another way to say thin dick. Narrowena. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it's, uh, I don't know, my family have all been there. My family went to school there. My nana books the readers for the church every week. Adorable. It's where involved in the community. The, hey, I'm, and I'm, I'm the la- I'm the youngest male Hastings. I'm the, I'm the last to the line. The heir so I'm, okay. Yeah, I think it's, okay. I'm the king. Babe. But what's a piece of like local knowledge that you drop on someone to be like, all right, I got the jump on you. Yeah, right. Uh, the DY Heights thing's the main one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna the main do- little niche factor narrowing. Right I am going to double check that because I believe someone told me it was called West DY. And not oh, it, DY might be called, it might be that actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the one thing that you're dropping, they're like, incorrect? <laughs> I think I know one fact. <laughs> I also, um, I was not, the one time I was 19 years old and I, I wasn't drunk. I had like maybe two beers. I was on my way home from the comedy store before I started comedy. I was there to see Josh Thomas mm-hmm. and I got lost home on my way home. I called my mom going, I don't know where I am. Like, I don't know. I don't recognize any of these streets. I describe where I am. I was about 50 meters from my front door. <laughs> uh, so I got You're lost. You're not making a good case for <laughs> yeah. Narrowena. I'm, I got lost as an adult sober in Narrowena, 50 meters from my front door. So it's I maybe don't know Narrowena okay. so well. Right, <laughs> incredible. Yeah. yeah, your mom's just waving at you like, there's some crazy lady waving at me. Hurry up. Please help me. Yeah. <laughs> she knows my name. She, it was like, because it was 10 o'clock at night or whatever as well. She was like, how much have you had to drink? Like, have you, you know, what have you, I'm like, I'm, I'm absolutely fine. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I mean, especially. I had like a party once where it was like, I don't know, I got in a fight in an argument or something like that. And I'm like, fuck this shit, I'm walking home. And just started walking. And I realized like halfway that it was like a two and a half hour walk yeah, home. Fuck, yeah. And got home at like 8 a.m. Just like the whole time <laughs> fuming. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not going back. I'm not going back. You know, everyone's going to be asking, where's Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Mad. I think when, they, when I left, they must have been like, he lives like so far away. <laughs> and you know, back when you're that age, or yeah. I, I don't know how old I was, but like cabs was just, no, I'm not yeah, there. Yeah. Not even, not no way. We Thank walked, you. me and my friends, Walked from Canberra from Civic to Queen Bean. And that is like, it took all night. We got there at like the but sun what? was up because we went from, we went across the bridge from like Civic where all the nightclubs and stuff are. And we would, we were just mucking around and like, you know, diving in bushes and we're trying to steal street signs and stuff. And um, we, we got, we got across the bridge and we were like, oh, we're actually pretty close to like, Kingston, which is another part with other bars and stuff. We're like, let's go to the club there. We'll go have a few more beers. And then my mate- With like, just like a cavalcade of street signs well, on your back. We got to, I think we, we, I know, we got like flags, Floriard flags. And, um, but we got to the club and then we're like, let's try to walk. Like, let's just keep yeah. going and see how far yeah. we'll get. And we got like down this like highway. There was um, a field with cows and we tried to go cow tipping. And then just this, on your way somewhere. Yeah. You tried to go cow tipping. This is the same time we've mentioned stop cow tipping yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Well. You guys, I'm shocked that you'd never heard of cow tipping. I know about cow tipping. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah. It just we, seems very mean. Yeah. We've got I've to, also um, heard of that in you know, a place in England where they roll cheese down a hill. <laughs> 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 do it on the walk home. <laughs> yeah. you know? I know what the running of the bulls is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we got to, when we got home, we went to my friend Blaine's house and we were going to, thought it would be funny to like knock on the door and be like, look, we just walked home. How fucking crazy is that? And it was like <laughs> seven in the morning. And Guys, he, it's so fucking crazy. We, we walked we home. Were still, we were hammered. And <laughs> all of us walked up and like, Drew, you knock on the door. And this was like me and my mate, Tim, who's Blaine's cousin and another mate, G. And I bang on the door like seven in the morning and they just fucking just, hightail it and so and i thought they were behind me and blaine's mom answers uh-huh. and she's like andrew what are you doing she's so tired and i was like is blaine here we just walked home and i turn around there's no one <laughs> <laughs> she's like go home 
Andrew, you need some friends. I've been. I got lost in Sydney CBD once because I was so drunk. Like I was in down like. Winyard area, you know where that Mac yeah. is used to be yeah. on the corner of the Metropolitan. No, I got no. out of there just annihilated. And this was pre Uber, so I was like looking for cabs, and it was probably about like three in the morning, and so there's just like interchange, nothing much doing. So I was just like walking around searching for cabs or trying to find my way. I was trying to find my way back to Winyard Station because I figured there'd be cabs there. And I got so lost. I was walking for about an hour, just like, where the fuck? I don't recognize anything. And like, I kept passing McDonald's and I was like, how are there so many McDonald's on the route to Winyard Station? And it was only like after an hour, I realized I'd just been walking the same block over and over again. Just passing the same McDonald's. Chinese version of Spinal Tap, you know, just keeps going past McDonald's. He's probably got a cheeseburger every time. He's circling the Maccas because he's like naturally attracted to it. He's constantly pulling him in that direction. They just thought I was casing the joint. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Where, when's it closed so I can get all the stale buns? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie casing a joint, just buying a case of McDonald's. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, no, um, Narrowena. Yeah. So the thing, the Narrowena is it's um it's so boring. It's such a boring <laughs> fucking. It's just a, literally a suburb. It's like a no, is there even a main strip? Is there There's a, like a main street, um, and it's got a TAB a fish and chip shop and a liquor land. I love it. It's supposed to be a really good fish and chip. Yeah, shop. Larry's. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's known. Yeah. And <laughs> one one thing that propped up a couple of times in my research was I didn't like delve super into it, yeah. but it was like a lot of people. Um, places were calling it like the Haberfield of the Northern Beaches and saying it was like this big Italian population. Yeah, it's like mostly Italian. Yeah. Okay. So like in, I went to primary school there. I reckon like 60% of my school was Italian. Um, there was like people in my school where Italian was like the main language spoken at home right. and stuff. It's like this weird little... It's probably... Like the Northern Beaches is obviously like a, a like a, well, a wealthy area or whatever. Narrowin is like probably the poorest suburb or one or two of the poorest suburbs in still a very, very nice place. Yeah. So it's all like, um, it's a lot of housing commission with just like super duper old people mm. uh, and like old Italian families. And then like a few like white losers like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we would do like, yeah, we did like uh, in primary school at soccer, we do at like lunchtime for soccer, we do like Wogs versus Aussies soccer games. Right. And like, everyone versus you. Yeah, we'd lose. Like, it, was <laughs> me, yeah, it was me oh, and two of them. versus Aussies at soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's next? It was me and Matt. Pasta making, Wogs versus Aussie. It does make sense because, like, you think soccer, especially in Australia, uh, even when I was growing up, I I just never thought of it as, like, a big sport. It's huge, And now you're a gun at it. Well, now I've I've actually watched a game um, on YouTube that was at DY. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew about this, but... um, my all-time favorite soccer player, George Best, played an exhibition match for DY. Oh, no way. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So George Best, um, he came over and played four games for the Brisbane Lions and like yeah. obviously not at the peak of his career. This is And this is like, George Best is like maybe one of the top 10 players ever, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Put in context. And just famously and drank himself one, to death. Maybe one of the famous partiers yeah. ever. Yeah. So like, you're telling me I could have been sharing a bourbon and coke with this guy at DYRSL. Yeah, he, he would have this, drunk the place. This was, I think this was before you were born, but um, <laughs> well, we'll w- w- when I was watching the video, it was like, there was a shitload of people there. And yeah. I'm like, Where are right. This is like in the seventies or eighties. Um, I'm not sure. There's not like a oh, major- sorry, Chroma Park. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Chroma Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes a lot more sense. There's um, a big proper soccer thing there, yeah. And yeah, this is obviously when he's on his sort of spiral out famously for just <laughs> you know, drank and stuff. But for whatever reason, he played like four games for Brisbane and then just fucked off back to England. Yeah. Um, but this, I read a blog from a guy who was playing against him that day. Yeah. Who, who like, he's just obviously a local guy. And so he played one exhibition game. One exhibition match. Apparently there was, so the rumor was he, George was a little short of cash at that time. <laughs> so he agreed to play for uh, four DY oh, against yeah. Manly for a reputed sum of $5,000. Wow. Um, a crowd of several thousand people turned up at Cromer Park where uh, Manly would play DY. He played the full match. For he two scored titles. a goal. Um, he scored. He scored a goal. He struck the post early. Then he struck the crossbar. Um, but you can watch the full video on YouTube. It's pretty like pretty interesting. But my favorite part was when he did um, score. So this is the guy's blog who was playing against him. 
And he goes, uh, he struck the post early in the first half from 35 meters just to remind the crowd that they were in the presence of a one-time superstar. Manly won three to two, but George did manage to get on, a, on the score sheet. When George scored, nobody cared that he was conservatively three meters offside. <laughs> Georgie. Yeah, pay George Still five grand. Pay the ref four <laughs> grand. Yeah. We don't play offsides in Chrome, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't do that. No. That rules. Yeah, so, there you man. go. Yeah, and that, but that's like only the only guys like that who are like once in a generation talents, but also once in a generation partiers end up playing exhibition matches in Australia <laughs> yeah. for five. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like totally. the, the, the sort of solemn guy who's, uh, you know, very professional. He's, he's not sort of stooping to that. I wonder how quickly that five grand went at DYRSL. Oh, <laughs> slaps in the pokes. DYRSL sure. fucking gold. Like, DYRSL, one of the all time like venues for like you can throw up on yourself and your dad can also throw up on himself and right. easily could happen. It's a great. Is that just your family? Any <laughs> <laughs> other venue, you'd be right. DYRSL, I would say it's a, it's universally applied. <laughs> Is there yeah. a rivalry between. Because um, I was. Trawling for a few like funny reviews that we often yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. to look up, um, and I was I looked a lot at DY Hotel. I do a hotel, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there was a lot of people like, "Well, fuck you, I'm going back to the RSL." Or, you know. No, they're different offerings. If you really wanted to see the competition for DYRSL, I would have gone to the Time and Tide Hotel. Did you cop anything? Around? Okay, no, no, that's no. so. There's no pubs in Narrowena. It's like it's too small. There's a liquor land and a, and a bench, which yep. you know that gets employed. But, um, <laughs> ah, the Narrowena oh, pub. Narrowena <laughs> <laughs> pub, yeah, underneath the bleachers at Beverly Joe Park. Uh, with a we got a Yui, got a Yui yeah. Boom speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. TAB, fish and chip shop, Liquorland and a bench. I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need. It's got, that, it's got two primary schools. There's two schools in there, weirdly. Um, but yeah, uh, what was it? Oh, Time and Tide. Yeah, there was this, it was like a pretty rough, like, tradie pub. Um, and that was closer to the, you know, you'd the, like, that's where you'd go if the RSL was too fancy for you. Do okay, you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, it's yeah. such a weird name. I don't feel like wearing a college shirt tonight, boys. Yeah, like, yeah. Time and Tide. The Time like, and Tide Hotel. That's such yeah. a weird name. I don't really know what it means. Because there's like eight names for pubs in Australia. It's probably... <laughs> it's like, that's not one of them. The Imperial, you know? the Royal. The Royal and it's, or it's like the, the fucking, you know, the... the Dingo's balls yeah. or something. Some weird, yeah. like, sexual thing. It's, it's never like. Most of the pub names would be like beach related. So it has tide in it. So yeah. it's, it's, but it's not even close to the beach. Like, you wouldn't. It's closer to like a bush. Like yeah, Because right. there's like a bush in and Cormor time. and Narrowena. And, and shit, time's all around us. So, all right. There <laughs> yeah. there well, I've, go. Got, I've got a couple of reviews. This is from the DY Hotel. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So this, this first guy is a bit. He sounds like a bit of a wanker, but. And this might, you know. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, he goes, one star, the Muppet at the bar didn't know what a Shiraz Cabernet was. <laughs> so to- told me I was drunk Muppet. and asked me to leave after I questioned him on why he didn't know. Yeah. It's like, man, you suck. You're in the wrong place. It's like, too. yeah, you're absolute For the ho- DY Hotel, that's where you go to finger a 19-year-old. Like, that's <laughs> not where you Yeah, you say red. <laughs> I want red or white. Um, yeah. This one from Samantha, another one star that um, I liked. She, a worker, blonde, around 5'10", who works at the restaurant, Kicked my boyfriend and I for doing nothing but sitting down. I think she meant kicked out. Doing nothing but sitting down and waiting for our food to come. He was rude, disrespectful, and used the word asshole before giving us back a refund, saying little prick before making us leave. (laughs) (laughs) And then the response from the owner is like, Hi, Sam. Thanks for taking the time to review us. I understand you were asked to leave the property because you are underage. Seventeen-year-old getting knocked back on a Friday night. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I'm gonna write a Google review. Yeah, yeah, Throw right. a brick so through weird. the window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kids these days. And um, there was a Some lot. Graffiti. There was a lot that mentioned the staff um, either being like staff are the best or yeah. like they're so unprofessional. They don't care. And I love when hospital staff are like, yeah, give you a little bit of a fuck you. But this yeah. one, this one cracked me up. Uh, one star, Dougie. One of the bar staff couldn't even be bothered to help me get our cocktails to the main bar, a total of two meters away. Gave me a tray and said he can't help because he has Parkinson's. <laughs> now, so in either case, right? So he goes. Wait a minute. Even though, even though there were no other customers at the time, so rude and disrespectful, said with a smirk. And I'm thinking, like, either he's having him on, or this poor cunt has Parkinson's. Yeah, either way, that's fine. Yeah. That's either hilarious yeah. or fucking fair enough. Um, said with a smirk. Yeah, said with a smirk. Come on, man. Said but with a smirk. One thing that popped up, and I want to know if you've ever experienced this guy. Yeah. A few reviews of that place were like. Hey, where's the magic guy? When's the magic guy coming back? Bring back Julian. 
Do you know this guy? I don't know this guy. I know that they it's magic shows they'd be talking about. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I found the guy. I never oh. went to one myself. Yeah, so, yeah, I know so they do magic for, yeah. Instead of having a piano man or a comedian, they just have a resident. Cl- Close-up magic, yeah. yeah. Oh, walking around. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that rules. So I, 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 through some Googling, I found a list of people I thought it might be, <laughs> emailed a few. Truly. <laughs> got a response. I got a response from the guy oh, who yes. it was. Um, just, I just wanted to confirm it was him and, and honestly, all the reviews, I don't want to like make too much fun of him, but all the reviews are like, Hey, he rules, bring back Julian. But I found his website and this, this quote just killed me. My magic is not intended to be an intellectual challenge or to make people look or feel stupid. My goal is to entertain <laughs> the mind and senses of all human beings are fallible and imperfect, regardless of how intelligent they are. There's no shame in this. Magicians utilize these faults to create the illusion of something impossible. My tricks will fool almost anybody unless they have studied magic themselves. <laughs> or I make a mistake, which of course can happen on the other case. <laughs> 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 We're all here, man. <laughs> and then he finishes, to suggest that someone is dumb because they cannot explain a magic trick is like calling a surgeon stupid because they don't understand the details of how a computer works. Which I don't, yes, I, I don't get that analogy. Oh, but imagine a surgeon like on their own website being like, yeah, I mean, sometimes we all make mistakes. God knows I have a few times. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of orders in the wrong place. And well, then he, is that sponge? First uh, of all, yeah, I'm Julian Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> Come on, man. I love it. Magic's hard. Magic's the one thing you like, you really don't even need to like it sells itself you know what i mean yeah, if you like yeah, it yeah, you yeah. like it you don't have to have some fancy totally. mystical bullshit website and then straight under it so the whole website is obviously he's trying yeah, to get do magic fans like that part of magic I, surely I not no like, maybe yeah. magic people get into it because they like the facade of being that mystical yeah. person but i reckon it's way better than like yeah i'm just really quick with my hand yeah, yeah. 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 i, I kind of like magic, it's it's magic. magic. I don't give a it's shit a like, when he starts is, talking about living on the top of a pyramid or whatever yeah. like, i don't is magic know. maybe the lamest thing that like actually when you sit down and watch it is pretty cool i think so like, yeah i think magic is one of those things it's sort of like skateboarding where there's like it's super lame until you get right at the top and then it's awesome yeah. Like if you're bad at skateboarding, nothing looks more yeah. awkward. Or yeah. if you're okay, it's sort of a... And the same with magic. If you're doing tricks, it's a bit like, what are you doing? But if you're good at it, it's like, oh, I yeah. mean, even like someone... Because, you know, like I, I swear every house party in like the history of house parties... You've probably all experienced at least one guy has probably done a card trick. Yeah, I've seen it, of course. Yeah. And you're always every just, house party ever, there's been a card yeah. trick. Yeah. Not every house party ever, I mean, like, in it our is, collective experience, we've probably all been at a house party. There's a lot about someone. James' yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 So you guys are pretty uncool house parties. Just after Boggle, normally there's a card trick. But whenever someone is like, there's someone, yeah. Once we're all done not getting pussy, we pull out the cards. And then we get more pussy. <laughs> the, the photo this guy's used on his website after that is it like it's a great photo and it's him doing close-up magic for a table of the Rabbitohs, yeah. right? The Rabbitohs oh, players, yeah. and it's like like if you saw that, you'd be like, man, this guy gets some pretty pretty good gigs. He's doing Rabbitohs or whatever. Mm. And uh, but then the caption of the photo goes, "I did a little show for the Rabbitohs at the Mudgy Race Club." In brackets, not sure why they were there. <laughs> this guy is like almost dangerously honest where like his next picture would be like here's me performing my famous card trick then in brackets this is exactly the procedure you do it <laughs> yeah. well i found him on facebook as well had five mutual friends and <laughs> i was i was trying to find something on his face is he here drew what's going i got onto his facebook and he's uh turns out he's a big uh, north korea truther um <laughs> oh dude he's autistic okay <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pro North Korea propaganda on his website. It's so strange. such a weird side to yeah. be like, I'm in a two, two, two truths and a lie. I am uh, a magician. I think Kim Jong Il rules. And I'm, and I'm allergic to dairy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I know, he's such a what strange do you mean guy. North Korea truther. Like the, uh, he's like, yeah, that is a um, this is a post Pyongyang just after the Korean War in the same city, two pictures. We destroyed nearly every building in the country, killed four million people. The North people of North Korea rebuilt. Re- built their entire country by themselves there's no peace treaty they have the right and reason to defend themselves so he's pro North Korea yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck there, there are people like that there was a Sydney University lecturer and he's one of those like super anti um, 
US, yeah, any yeah, imperialist yeah, guys yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. which is like, but you know, it goes so far that it's then anyone who's against yeah. US. So he's like a super hardcore North Korean this guy's exactly truther, right. whatever you want to call it, but he's pro North Korea and like he'll go over there and do state sponsored visits and be taken for, and they're just leading him around the facade, you know, while yeah, the, yeah, while yeah, the, yeah. You know, the yeah, backdrop yeah, yeah. falls over and everyone's starving. <laughs> and he's, Writing reports like I was able to do whatever I want. They like just like yeah, yeah, just yeah. I don't know if they believe it or oh, they're, they're just useful. Mental. They're useful idiots. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But it, he got yeah, but fired from the from the. Union. This guy had like a lot of that. A lot of like, there's no genocide of the Uyghurs going on in oh, in cool, yeah. and stuff. Like he was he was yeah, diving yeah. in, and he's it. hanging out at DY <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing magic, magic tricks for people getting kicked out for being underage. <laughs> yeah. This guy lives a cool fucking life. <laughs> yeah, actually. I look nowhere. Yeah, well. I would. I reckon if you were like if you try like. Having that sort of level of magic would be pretty cool, just to bust oh, it. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. that Absolutely. sort of thing would yeah. be so fucking fun. There was a dude, um, there was a different dude uh, in Manly, which is like near, I went to school in Manly, Manly's right near where I'm from. Um, on the course, so there's a lot of people doing tricks and it's a big like, you know, touristy area and mm. it's a big like sort of open, people know what the Manly course yeah. so mm. if you, It's like Cavill Avenue, but with less strippers. It's like, okay. um, anyway, there was always this dude uh, who was dressed up as a clown and he had big fake clown feet and he'd do big crazy clown puppet shows down the course. So like in summer on the weekend when there's all kids and it's crowded and busy and whatever. Anyway, that guy is definitely a pedophile apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, it, everyone was De- like, definitely an apparently. <laughs> well, so he's apparently definitely a pedophile. <laughs> but, it, but, that was hap- but that was like public knowledge years before he stopped doing that on the course of the kids. You know, be like, hey, see that guy over there doing, you know, squirting water in the kids' faces out of the flower? He's a pedophile. Like, I think back in Lord. the day, people were like, yeah, he's a bit of, like, I think my parents it was a bit of a say bit, stuff about like, like a, he's just a bit of a pedophile. Yeah, he's just yeah. like a little bit of a it's pedophile. It's like the Michael Jackson thing where it was yeah. like, you know, he was a, you know, he likes right. kids. He likes yeah. snuggling yeah. kids. And it's yeah. like, oh, actually, he's a pet. Like, yeah. they don't, yeah. there's two different things. He's like a British private school pedophile. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's I'd like someone weird. to listen to this like five minute chunk out of context and be like so they're pro North Korean and also explaining Michael Jackson is a good guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's just a bit of a pedophile no that's what people yeah, used I to know, be like yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, pedophilia, pedophilia. <laughs> which one are you going to go for but you mentioned earlier that there are two primary schools in Narrowena there are, yes. uh, and I assume one of them is Narrowena Public School that's one of them and so I've got a little story about this the headline is called Our Ar- Rivals <laughs> The headline is, i do it again, colon, nude teacher. Oh, <laughs> yes. So a Sydney And this would have been around, this is like 2008, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. So Hastings wouldn't have been I was really so <laughs> <laughs> no, right. no, but you would have presumably no, still was, been like living at home, right? Yeah, I was, I was in the area. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I do have an alibi for this particular. <laughs> a <laughs> Sydney primary school teacher sacked for appearing nude in a woman's magazine. Oh, I remember this. Gladly strip yes. and pose again, her husband says. Yeah, so. Sorry, no, continue. Yes. I'll keep going and then we'll, we can jump to Hastings. But Lynn Seelis, uh, 24, is launching legal action to be reincented to a position at Narrowena Public School and her students' families are rallying in support yeah. by organising a position. Miss Seelis was called into her principal's office on Friday and told her long her year-long contract at Narrowena Primary School would be terminated. The first thing I knew was on Friday morning when a parent complained and come Friday afternoon, I was told not to come back to the school, she told Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah. During an afternoon meeting with Principal Julie Organ and local schools director Maurice Brennan, Miss Seelis was issued with a letter signed by Miss Brennan. I refer to an article in the magazine Clio in which your photograph appears accompanied by an article about your personal life, the yeah. letter reads. Concerns have been raised by community members in relation to this article. I have concerns that this was serious impact on your continued employment at Narrowee in a public school at Red before telling her she was be sacked. I was told that my actions had breached the code of conduct, she said, whose husband, Antonios, also appeared in the article. I remember the article. Narrowena local, Antonios. Yeah, yeah. So she's 24, by the way. Just uh, nice. And she said, she, she, this is crazy. I was extremely surprised <laughs> she was sacked for appearing in Cleo. So what, Jamie, if, Cleo you'd, was, if you'd seen that body, you'd be surprised she got sacked too, right? <laughs> Anyone who says that woman did a thing wrong I can look, absolutely suck well, me up. I looked it up. And that woman she, is a saint. She's not like... Posing nude, she's no. she's her hugging her husband. Co- yeah, her husband's you can see her body, the right? side of her like bare ass, basically. Yeah. What's the 
What's the spread in the okay, article? Okay, well, here we go. Like, uh, what, what's, why is she in it? Is it like teachers who get article, it off? The article which yes. caused the furor is in this month's Clio. Buck naked couples talk about their sex life. Yeah. They in, the article interviews 10 couples about what they get up to between the sheets. It also includes a full page picture of each couple naked and holding each other. And Le- naked is like... It yeah. was relatively tasteful. It was... Yeah, it was yeah. obscene. But it's still... A but it was an article person, about brooding. Yeah, it's still a yeah. person that teaches to five-year-olds being like, I fucked my husband. Husband, right? Well, like, they, were, they were really like she was like I fucked twenty five yeah, well, times. It says a day. here, <laughs> Lynn, oh, really? yeah, she, was, like, she was horny. Yeah, says, I don't think the five year olds are reading clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what these old no, fucking but, conservative Italians complaining <laughs> to the school. But you know what the most fucked part is? He's a teacher too, and he didn't get shit. Yeah, oh. he taught at the same yeah. school, and they were like, "Yeah, that's no fine, dude. Way. Yeah, hundred yeah. no percent. I don't way. think that's right. Actually, he he was a teacher. Oh, okay, yeah, because uh, I'm reading the article ahead. But uh, so basically, you just got a high five. Lena, yeah, <laughs> Lena and Antonios's article asked them about how many times they have sex a week, their favorite body part, and the most risque sexual thing they've done. This is the most risque sexual thing they've ever done: leaving the blinds up and the lights on, which is all the time. <laughs> That's what Antonios said in response. Uh, and also, so she's 24. Antonios, by the way, 45 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. my yes, Antonios. He looks like this old lizard. He, he, um, he's in. He plays in bands. Like he's a metalhead guy, yeah, and she was like into metal. Yeah. And I don't know. Julia Wilson comedian is like they're posting on each other's Facebooks all the time. She knows him. I want to next time I see her, I want to ask like, wow. what's up with this Antonius guy? Still getting yeah. his kid off? Yeah, so he he is well, also a teacher, but he said he I think he's kind of like a substitute because he said it might affect his chances. No, no, he's a sub. Job. Is he like he goes to get promoted? When all the lights are up, baby. <laughs> and he said he had applied for work at Narrowena Primary School, but now doubted he would get a position. It's like, yeah. yeah, dude. So I went to the school across the road that was more conservative. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no one's on there. No one was getting nude from my school. Absolutely. No one's not. admitting they're fucking. No one. They were all virgins, I'm sure. Well, famously, the Chrome, like Chroma, that Chroma case High, with that, thing, that yeah. fucking insane oh, teacher's yeah. pet. A bunch thing. of my friends went to Chroma High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you know, like, no, it happened in like the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but wasn't that like, it was like it was a whole a, culture oh, right, right. of like so, fucked teachers that yeah. work there, right? So I've everyone, everyone, I knew my whole life about that story. Yeah. Like that's a very, yeah. So, what, so what's the story, sorry? It was just a pedophile teacher at Chroma High. The teacher's pet podcast is Basically, he killed someone as well, His right? wife disappeared. I, I, don't I don't actually know. They've the never story. found the body. His wife disappeared. And then within the week, one of his 15 or 16 year old students moved in with him. Oh, yeah. okay. it's like it's very suspicious. Yeah, so it's very. There's very also sad. this happened while I was at. And school. then he had a naked spread with a fifteen year old. Yeah, it took the curtains down. While I was at, while I was in high school, a different teacher from Chroma High. I think I'm pretty sure it was Chroma High. Let's say I think Chroma High, so it's not libelous. Um, but he was caught upskirting with his phone at Ringham Mall. That was like a oh teacher at Chroma High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there yeah. was that's one thing in that podcast because I listened to it. The, Teacher's pet one. Chroma is, High girls were so hot. It was like they were so unattainable. They were like the bad ones. <laughs> it, was like, like, it, was, it was so hot. In the seventies, we had the same thought about Castle Hill High girls. And I was talking recently with someone I went to school with, and it's like it's crazy that like there's always geographically one person school where they're like that's where all the hot girls go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I the second that's like the entrance exam. Like you gotta yeah, be a yeah. seven or above to go yeah. here. You know, there was so we were always getting trying, like we all our school dances or whatever were paired up with the other Catholic school down the road. I mean, it's like high school, but like the other Catholic school down the road. But it was like, oh, those good. They're all, they're all prudes. I want to hang out with the Chroma girls, man. <laughs> there was another one. There was. I've been trying to distance myself from the pedophile sex <laughs> making <laughs> teachers, and you're like diving, blending straight in. <laughs> Anyone half listening is like, hold on, is Hastings the naked guy who's a pedophile shooting his wife? There's also um. There was another school near my school uh, called McKellar. Uh, it's like a public girl. It was an all girls public school. Were, all, were your guys' schools mostly like single sex? All the ones around mine were single no, sex. No, mine were all. Almost all the schools on the beaches seem to be single sex. Really? Yeah, for some reason. Oh, okay. Um, but there was yeah this public one nearby called McKellar, and it wasn't like the motto, but it was like the school's like marketing like tagline or whatever, and it was McKellar girls uh, can do anything. 
So obviously the gag was like, McKellar girls will do anything. Oh like that was the very popular, you know, catchphrase, whatever. And also because they did have a reputation for, you know, whatever. We were 12, whatever. Anyway, I'm married to a McKellar girl now. <laughs> we were 12. They were 12 yeah. as well too. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make it much better. Yeah. Like really, like McKellar girls really will do anything. Like marry Andrew Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm married to McKellar um, Yeah, they were saying like in Chromie in the 70s, like, it was common knowledge that teachers would just go for beers at the pub yeah. with their student, like the female yeah. students. And be like, yeah, you know, that surf and just, we all thought it was pretty weird, but like, did, how did no one be like, that's oh, fucked. That's fucking... Can you Man, stop? Man, 70s and Northern Beaches would have been wild. Yeah. I reckon all that cop shit and all those, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the manly cop shop, I think it was the 70s or 80s. and It was a big was... thing in the 90s as well. Yeah. That was like a different thing. There was a, I think there was a big one in the 70s as yeah, well. There was there a was... huge like New South Wales corruption, yeah. There was a new, it was like, but it was all the manly. <laughs> Someone I'm related to is one of the cops that went to jail for that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Won't say much more. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can Google but, it. Uh, yeah, did crimes. Damn. Wow. He's a shitty guy, I don't care. So, and hold on, you, and your dad was a teacher, right? Yeah, my dad and stepdad are both teachers. In yeah. what school? Uh, Chroma Heights. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Chroma Heights. Uh, my stepdad teaches at... Oh, fuck, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but did you ever like go... In the area, yeah. So did you ever get go both. to school with your dad? Both of them, yeah. Teacher? So in primary school, my stepdad substituted and was like the teacher for my class for like a term. But at the time, he wasn't my stepdad. He was just my mom's boyfriend. And like, we weren't even, like, living together. So they had to be, like, now class, every, Andrew actually knows this next teacher, like, the next oh, teacher. No. And they came in, I was like, oh, that's the guy fucking my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. And then my dad taught me all through high school. Yeah, That seems like it would be more traumatic. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had some advantages. Uh, I could use his account at the school canteen. Okay. Um, and also... What does that get you? Discounts or is it just, like, free money? Free money, basically, yeah. yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I the, like that. The downside uh, was... Uh, Relentless bullying? Or <laughs> no. Well, my dad was more popular than I was. Like he was <laughs> 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 my, dad, my dad was very popular among the students. <laughs> Your dad's just giving you a wedgie. Yeah. yeah like, Slam dunk. Well, it was a lot of kids giving me a wedgie being like, you're not as cool as your dad. <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't oh. you be more like your dad? Like, did your dad ever catch people doing that and be like, I'll allow Yeah, my, my dad... <laughs> Good stuff. My dad got in trouble from the principal one time because uh, he called a kid a fat bastard because <laughs> that kid called me ugly to him. I wasn't in the room. This kid was like, Hastings is ugly. And my dad was like, well, you're a fat bastard. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> then like a, teacher, a different teacher overheard it or whatever. Uh, I believe you mentioned that when you went to your high school reunion as well, everyone was very excited that your dad would be there and did not really know who you were. <laughs> <laughs> so yes and they said <laughs> they knew who I was but they were like and so it was like oh hey Hastings where's your dad like, oh. and my dad had had to bail because he had like a HSC marking thing or whatever that he couldn't get out of oh, he had to bail last minute on the school reunion and so I had to be the guys like break the guys I hadn't seen in you know 12 years being like He's not coming. But were other teachers invited to the school reunion or just your a dad? A couple, a couple of them were. Okay. Yeah. But it was also like, it was nice seeing like all my classmates reflect, like the disappointment I felt my whole life of my dad not showing up reflected on my classmates. <laughs> like, now we can all be upset my dad didn't show up. <laughs> um, another a famous uh, Narrowena, I don't know if resident, but he certainly plays for the Narrowena Hawks. It's about Cliffy. <laughs> uh, no, no, um, John Hopawade. Oh, yeah, right, of course. Oh, yeah. he's, Cliffy he's, Lyons also played with the Hawks for a long time as well. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Hopawade's like... like time, yeah. yeah, so he's playing like, at, you know, as recently as three years ago. Yeah, Because yeah, there yeah. was a, um, an incident where he got sent off the field for a big all-in brawl. Yeah. And... Um, and this, John, this surely this not. <laughs> not John. I mean, are we going to maybe explain what John Hopewell is most famous for? Well, yeah, we think people we, know. We'll get to that because I've got an update on that. Um, yeah. But he, this was like my favorite quote from um, the newspaper article. This is John Hopewell quoted: "I carried on like an idiot and got sent off. That's it. I said I'd bash him on the field, but what's wrong with that?" <laughs> Um, well, the thing you got to understand about Narawina, Drew, is... <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, John Hopewade famously, uh, when he was... I think he was playing for the Tigers at the time mm -hmm. uh, against North Queensland, yeah. and they caught him 
just fingering fingering him. people up the butthole. He was he was, he was fingering he was people. Yes. Yeah, it was just, just the brain snap of him being like, I know how to answer. You know, because that was when they were introducing the niggle in the tackle. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, trying yeah. to annoy. And he's like, oh, I can I'll see. Try to impress. I can kind of see how someone could do it on instinct. I kinda, yeah, yeah. I kinda, like, he did in, it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, I kind of can get it. Like. Well, uh, it, so a couple of years ago, Will Hopewater, his son, came out and was like, "Look, a couple of the old teammates told me." that it was just a prank, just for a laugh on the game tape. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and he's like, Will Hopwine's like a sweet kid. Yeah. And he came out and said that. And like, I think that they were just like, trying to, I don't know, tell him that to lie to him. And yeah, feel better about his grub of a dad. Well, because they're really religious, right? I think yeah, they're Mormons. They're Mormons. Um, but then there was a great article I found, which I had no idea. This is from 2018. And so basically there was a Legends of League tournament and they went up and played like a round robin, I guess. And when Hopawade came out, he had his manly manly arm um, jersey on, comes out on the field with a rubber glove over his hand. <laughs> He's waving it around. Everyone's going, Woo! Yeah, yeah, that's and, awesome. Yeah. And then it goes, this is the, the article stuff. Opening sentence. Not again. <laughs> John Hopawade has reenacted one of the most notorious acts in Australian sporting history when he finger poked opponents at the League of at the Legends of League tournament on the Central Coast. And it's just him with a rubber glove on. Just <laughs> <doing it. laughs> I think I told this story, but uh, it's still the, the biggest laugh I've ever seen. Uh, the biggest crush I've ever seen in any, compared to any gig. And it was like, wasn't even at a gig where, you know, in like a late night movie marathon you yeah, used to yeah, do yeah. when you were a kid. I don't know how old it was, but you know, it was like after that, obviously. And we went and it was like the Farrelly brothers marathon, whatever. Yeah. And the one of them, the last one was, you know, um, saying ain't so. Have you seen that? Movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's this scene in that where Chris Klein, I think, and he loses, um, yeah. he loses a, an engagement ring up a cow's ass. Yeah. And then he, he's like, I gotta get it. And he puts on this rubber glove and he just punches the cow in the ass. <laughs> and he punch as he, and there's a packed theater and it's full of kids. And as soon as he punches, some kid just goes, for a minute it's like, yeah. I don't know what happened the rest of that movie we're laughing and I'm like that kid just had a moment and he's like oh I'm going to be the king he'll still think about that I'm still thinking about the it the Narrowing Hawks is a bit of a sore spot for me because I, I like I, I wanted to get a like a 2099 like postcode oh my like, god this was like it's like three months ago and, oh that's even but, worse than yeah. this yeah my wife was like straight up like I know we joke around this a lot but like I will leave if you like <laughs> so I guess I can't do that but, <laughs> but um it's I, I always wanted to play for the Hawks because I love Narrowena but there was just no Hawks team in my age group so I had to play for fucking Harbord which is you know a bummer right. but yeah I, I would have loved to play for Hawks Beverly Job right up the that's their home ground right near my house right near my school right next to the Liquorland <laughs> perfect oh, close, yeah, close to the bench there's yeah. yeah. nothing else there yeah well the Narrowena Hawks home ground <laughs> yeah, the bench and it's just the footy bench it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is the Narrowena hotel <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Narrow, it was funny as well is I um like with Narrowena as well because it's it's just where old people live it's like old people and Italian families mostly right um but because I went, I went to school in Manly and stuff it was like Narrowena had a reputation for being like scary. Like people mm. thought it was like the scary, tough. Right. I know no one ever hassled me at all ever in Narrowena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manly and DIY were way worse than that just because there was lots of people and drinking mm. and stuff. Um, but yeah, people would like, would you like, I, I remember a couple weeks after the Cronulla riots in, this is just showed like how Norman Beaches this shit is. A couple weeks after the Cronulla riots in like 04, um, I had a friend come over and we were walking just out through Narrowena to go back to Manly or whatever. Um, and he goes, oh, do you ever get like, like scared? Like, you know, since all the Cronulla stuff, like coming, going through Narrowena. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, yeah. Cause there's all like, there's all like wogs and shit. <laughs> and I was like, that was against Lebanese people. Like, that was, these are Italians. It's not like. <laughs> and also, it was white people against Lebanese people. But it wasn't even like, it, w- it wasn't even worth getting to that point yet. No, it was no. just it was like, these are Italian people. They're just. Like, right, yeah, even like the sketchiest suburbs, I feel like, if you're actually from there, you're like, what the hell? Like, no, Newcastle is like a sweet town to yeah. me. And everyone in Sydney is like, oh, Newcastle. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, no, everyone's lovely. Like, there's, there's a couple of. It's just, I think, yeah, it's just. You know, it's yeah. just average, and then there's just no like super rich part. So you know, you get a bit of. Scruff. I think it might be as well, just because there was housing commission. There was probably like just more like I don't know what the 
correct way to phrase this, there was more disabled people in Narrowena. <laughs> that, that was not the correct way to say it. Whatever. It was like, because it was like housing commission, there was a lot of people on like government, whatever. Right. So it, like, I think people were like, on oh, no, all the fucking freaks that I've been in. Oh my Lord. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not not right. Right. I knew better. Dig up, stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, I tune into the Cronulla riots, seen all those people in wheelchairs attacking people. <laughs> I was like, watch out for those. Man. Man. Do you want uh, to see the Monopoly board of Narrowena? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, this is this your second, second and final prop? Or this is my there... second and final prop. So, my uncle made this for me a couple of years ago. Haystopoly? Yeah. Oh, it's my a, God. It's a God. I'll pull out the chance cards as well. Oh, so, <laughs> for the listeners, it's just a normal Monopoly board with like. <laughs> cut out 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 an have hast yeah. instead of bol- opoly yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. Mahon, I, mean, I guess. Got a whole and then uh, all of the uh, all of the streets are obviously, I guess, Narrowena streets. Or uh, yeah, basically, yeah. He's my uncle's. My, my uncle's put the street I grew up on as the poorest street. And the man, street this is how shit. It's like run out of streets because it's like Lachelle Road South, Lachelle Road North. <laughs> so it's like you're just doing half the street. Okay, that's Pranston Cells. <laughs> they are two. They are two separate streets. Oh, right. Okay. Um, right okay, I'm trying to find a good chance card. Here we go. Um, so why? Did, so did he make this for your birthday or something? Ah, uh, for Christmas. Yeah. Um, here we go. A dodgy Larry's fish sticks gives you gastro. Miss a turn. That's pretty cool. It's quite creative. Visit your grandparents at... I'll not say the name of my grandparents' street. Um, <laughs> visit your grandparents at blank for spaghetti. Must be Tuesday. We used to have... Yeah. Oh, they like lovely. that. But it's a little, uh, little narrowing. So you can see some narrowing the landmarks. The dodgy right? school thing continues because instead of go to jail, it says go to St. John's. <laughs> yeah. the primary school? So St. John's is the school and the church. Right. He means, well, yeah. Either way. Yeah. He, means the, he means the church. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, yeah. so it's also like... It's a super like Catholic... It's all based around the church. It's yeah. Larry. Like, so it's Larry's... Larry's is a fish and chip Larry was the famous fish and chip shop. Used to go there after school. Um, kids would buy, you know, remember Zappos? The I wallets? love Zappos. People would buy a couple packs of Zappos and then resell the individual packets. They'd buy them from Larry's yeah. before school um, or after school for the next day. You'd go, you'd unwrap the Zappos and you'd resell the individual Zappos and the sum total would be a But it says not for resale on the yeah, side. Yeah, you'd be reselling. It's illegal. People would carry around really in really is their, a bad part of town. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people would carry around in their shitty primary school pockets those loose Zappos to sell on the playground. Oh, oh. what are Zappos? Oh, they're like little so chewy young. lollies. They have a little paper wrapping thing. They're like bubblegum? They're like, no, they're no, not bubblegum. It's like a they're chewy... Purple, the purple and pink ones are the best, yeah. but the purple ones are like incredible and they're yeah. like thin... And they just kind of yeah, it's chewy. Like it's like ta- a, it's taffy, it's like taffy. red skin yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, but a bit chewy. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's like a taffy thing. Cool. Yeah. God, this is so very cute. cute. That is pretty. Cute. That is very <laughs> adorable. Yeah. What has your uncle done for you? I don't know. He bought me real presents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's definitely like a nephew to an uncle present, yeah. not an uncle yeah. to a nephew yeah. present. Yeah. Yeah. We're both in our thirties. I got, I got something. This yeah. is a big true crime thing. I'm not sure if you've heard it. It's the murder of Megan Kalajic. No, uh, I don't think and so. so a lot of this is from an, uh, a great article I read fr- from the Sydney Morning Herald from the 70s. So oh, this isn't the Waco's Parkway thing, is it? No, no, okay, no. Right. This is different. So this guy, um, Andrew, his name is Andrew Kalazic. And he was like a guy that kind of put Manly back on the map in the sure. 70s. He is, he'd, he'd been appointed by the Premier as one of like the inaugural tourism commissioners for New South Wales. He'd uh, opened like the Manly, he'd opened an international hotel on the Manly waterfront. So like, and it was called the Manly Pacific International Hotel. Yep. And it was like massive and made him a I, huge success. I know success. the hotel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had my Utah formal there. Yeah, he was like a, he was the son of a fishmonger, but then like branched out into like running Sounds businesses. Sounds like an insult, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> son of a fishmonger. son of a fishmonger. <laughs> and uh, basically he branched out with his brother, started owning businesses. They got bigger and bigger. He had a bunch of businesses in Manly. He got married to this woman, Megan, and uh, like... You know, the guy publicly is a success. Everyone thinks that he rules because he's like putting Manly back on the map and everyone just kind of thinks like perfect marriage. So on uh, about 1 a.m. on the morning of January 27, 1986, the year we were born, Alex. Okay. Very important fact. <laughs> just put in context for yeah, yeah, just a, a young Jamie and Alex are still in the womb. <laughs> Almost ready to claw. Kicking away. Yeah. Um, so this guy, Franciscus, 
Wilhelmus Vandenberg, who is a... Okay, if yeah. there's ever been a, a bad guy in a story, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's this cunt. It's almost like fake nameless do like, uh, So he, were, he used to be like a grocer and a foundry worker. And so he came to their house, right? And he had a cut down like a 22 caliber rifle. Yeah. And so he like, he opened the door, he goes in a rumpus room and then he goes and um, he goes in the bedroom of Mr. and Mrs. Kalazic and uh, basically he sneaks in there with the rifle. They've both gone to sleep. It's just a little after 1 a.m. He walks in, shoots the wife point blank in the head, like, like twice. But the first time, like, blood goes all over the walls. Being shot in the head wakes her up. So she, like, gasps oh, and looks oh at him. Uh, the husband rolls off the bed tactically and... Uh, <laughs> The, and then the guy tries to what shoot. The guy tries to shoot him to, but he puts two in the pillow instead. Misses him and then bails. Man, is there? There's a movie about this because I've seen. Yeah, a there movie is. There's a true called, crime movie about called this. A perfect murder. I believe that it's is what it's sound called. Like a yeah. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> Grace yeah. is a foreign misses uh, him. Putting two in the pillow sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason why we debated about having um, you on. For so long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's gross, but it also doesn't make sense. <laughs> don't explain. Don't, 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 don't explain. My pillow. Okay. I'm fucking my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, so basically. Wife's been shot twice in the head. Now she's been put... Uh, she's awake. She's been woken oh, up she's, from the shot. She's pressed snooze. <laughs> the guy has rolled she's, off his bed onto the floor. And for some reason, at this point, Vandenberg, he leaves. He just vanishes out the back door. And so... Uh, Kalajic saw the gaping face of his wife on an account to the police he grabbed his pillow to staunch the flow of blood although police evidence later showed that the pillow had never been moved so he did not try to do anything to help so what is he just trying to smother her as well yeah so he ran downstairs and to apparently to check whether the murderer was in the house and when he returned his wife, Megan, was dead. So, yeah, this guy, he dialed uh, his hotel asking for help and then rang emergency, like triple <laughs> zero. the hotel. Can we get yeah, some yeah. clean sheets here? <laughs> Customer service. <laughs> so, basically, what happens after this is that in the ensuing weeks, it is found out that Mr. Vandenberg, the guy who put two in the woman and two, was hired by this guy yeah. to kill his wife for $20,000. But interestingly enough, like this isn't even the first time Kalajic has tried to kill his wife. Jesus like, Christ. Like, so apparently people say like, there was always an element he's of just instability. He's like Wiley Coyote. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's holding up it. a sign that said, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this has kind of become a little true crime podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like our like true crime here yeah. for sure. That'll spike the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so they say like, he's always like, uh, uh, people close to him say there's always like a bit of instability about him. Cause he's like, as a businessman, like he's fairly ruthless to the point of like being mean to people and stuff. And uh, apparently as well, like the guy liked to play away from home. There were like two other women that he was in love with. And like one, he was like, I'm going to marry you, baby. This one might not be in the picture much longer, you know? Um, Sounds like some King of Narrowena. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So like basically what the first one, so the, she died in 1986, right? The first attempt on her life, and this one is really wacky. It happened in 19. 19- we drop an anvil on her. <laughs> kind of close, like it, like it happened in the, the piano. Happened, well, the piano in- fell on her, and then she popped out the top of the piano. Yeah, but her, her teeth were piano teeth. Yeah. yeah. Couple so, of birds floating around the bump of the head. Yeah. The first attempt happened in 1973, so 13, 13. years yep. before he finally oh, yeah. killed her. So basically, what happened? How many is, years before? you and Alex were born. Uh, that would be 13 still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mum and dad maybe married? No. My sister wasn't born? All right. No, Just I don't think my mum and dad... No. My, my mum and dad would have been like 11 at that point. My mum was born in 1973. Oh, wow. There you go. Milf. Um, <laughs> so basically at this point, like um, in 1973, this guy, Kalajic, had also entered into like an affair with this woman and it got like pretty intense, like so intense that the woman, um, she, her name was Miss Yerman and she was Brazilian and she moved back to Brazil because she, she could kind of tell the writing was on the wall. This guy <laughs> is not going to leave his wife. Um, I'm trying to kill you. Written on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But so she goes back to, to, to Brazil for a bit, ending the relationship. Then she returns to Australia in September 1973. So three days later, a most astonishing thing happened. So in Commonwealth Parade near his home, the road moved along the edge of like a 10-meter drop onto like the rock shelves and harbor. And apparently this is an easily like drivable road for people yeah. who know it or even people who don't know it. Like if you... If you can drive, you can drive this what, road without... What road? Does it say what off. road? Uh, it says Commonwealth Parade. In what suburb? Uh, Fairlight. Oh, yeah. No, so he, so, he, didn't, he didn't, like, paint a tunnel on a rock, did he? <laughs> <laughs> so he was holding a stick of dynamite. Uh, Fair, so, Fairlight actually has a very famous car crash from it. The, um, the, you know the roundhouse where the car crashed into a kindergarten? Oh, no. It was, like, really big deal in, like, the early 2000s, 2003, maybe, I think it happened. Oh. Sophie Delorio is, like, a very famous girl from... She had a car. Like, like she was napping in, in kindergarten and a car crashed into the fucking oh, thing. Oh, shit. No. And no one, no one died. The two kids got pretty badly injured or whatever. But um, I lived up the road and my brother and sister went to that kindergarten. Like, oh, yeah, right. just weren't there that day. But yeah, no, it's Fairlight having famous car crash. Yeah, mm. so well, it's a, it's about to have another one. <laughs> uh, so, on, so on September 9th, he's, this guy is driving his wife and his son along Commonwealth Parade towards Fairlight. Kolodzic, on the account he gives to police, felt stick. Sick, sorry. Instead of stopping the car and putting on the handbrake, he jumped out of the driver's door and left the car in motion. <laughs> the car careered over the embankment, bounced down the cliff front and landed on the rocks. And she so, was in it. Yeah, and the sun. Oh, and he's, and he's jumped out of the... He's just bailed out of the car because he felt sick, apparently. Oh, my And it said Sergeant Inkster, who was the police officer on the duty, said the car, had it not followed the curvature of the road, could have landed in water. His wife and son are miraculously completely uninjured. But this is, there's still another 13 years. Like, surely you'd know, like, I mean, like, if I'm in a car with my wife and there's, like, a big thing coming, she's like, I've got a bit of a stomachache. Yeah. And then yeah. the door and yeah. jumps out. I'd be like, I think my wife's trying to kill me. <laughs> if you're going to murder someone by driving at something and jumping out last minute, why bother with the lie? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, think yeah. I, just, I think he did it and then he was like, and then he looked down and she's getting out dusting herself off. And he's like, oh, 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 oh Yeah. And so, like, he even tells the police, like, when it happens, like, they were experiencing difficulties while also, like, never being like, yeah, I was deliberately trying to kill her. Yeah. Right. And so then he goes on, like, some insane, like, therapy bender for, like, years and, like, gets prescribed, like, different cocktail drugs therapy or whatnot. Therapy bender. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a big weekend, boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. And um, so basically, at this point, it keeps going and he keeps cheating with this other woman. And then um, like again in back to 1986, two weeks before she actually gets killed, there is another attempt on her life. Like a guy comes up to her with a rifle and is going to shoot her point blank in the head, but the <laughs> rifle fails to discharge. So instead he hits her with the butt of it and the, f the impact causes her to fall down like stairs. So the guy's probably like, I reckon I've done it and oh, like just God. runs off. But she was alive then. But like, the, so the night she died, she was at an Australia Day function with her husband. She still had like the bruises on the back of her neck. Australia Day function? Yeah. Probably pretty problematic. That's right? what it's, this, this article is from the 1970s, Andrew. <laughs> they did not know. But, you know, it's just no. like maybe, like maybe she wasn't at the Australia Day thing. Maybe she wouldn't have gotten hit in the back of the head with a rifle. Maybe. <laughs> but so apparently, yes. So she, like people describe her as being at this function as a bit skittish, which I think you yeah. would be if after someone tried to shoot you right in the fucking head in front of you and then pistol whipped you i'd probably be a bit scared too yeah, absolutely. and then yeah so then a couple of days later she was killed and uh, basically after he got done his entire empire collapsed like his brother pulled out of uh, the yeah. manly pacific hotel it was sold to a syndicate of chinese businessmen uh, all like his fish shops like were bought by other people and that but like the family still lives in the area and the family always believed that he was innocent and he has always said that he's <laughs> innocent too i couldn't find like a record of what the son said considering like he was in that car but like the guy went to prison and got out in 2012 after like time served and now he just like he runs a motel i think oh, wow. and so, like he because he used to be like 
a guy who would like take pictures with politicians and had like a fucking Porsche and a Jaguar and stuff. Now he's gone back to kind of like modest man, but he's always, he still maintains that he was an innocent oh, guy, even and though it appears that he's tried to kill his wife three different times. Did Van Schlugenschloft get put in jail and everything? Like he got yeah, caught? Yeah, yeah, he got caught as well. That that was how what led to them turn it because he kind of was like, yeah, I got paid $20,000 by that guy to do this. Yeah. But yeah, it's a pretty wild. I mean, yeah. the car thing was the thing that got me because that's not mentioned in the Wikipedia. Yeah. Like it just talks about the night that it happened. Mm. And then like the article I was reading kind of like mentions it offhand. Like 10 years ago, he tried to kill with a car. Pretty weird, huh? And I was like, wait a minute. Where, where's the full story? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no wonder everyone's worried about, oh, narrowing the dodgy part of town. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Bad, clumsy hitman running around trying to shoot everyone. Man, it was sick. I should go back there sometime soon. I, just, I do miss well, that's it. a perfect seg to our next question. Yeah, yeah. so okay, Hastings, this is what's happened. You've yeah. retrieved everything you ever wanted no, to. No, no. What about the itinerary? Oh, no, yeah, fuck yeah. All right, so someone's got this for you, Hastings. Yeah. They say, oh, hey, mate, I want to go to Narrowena. So you have to stay in the actual suburb of Narrowena. No. Uh, just no, you could be neighbouring, but like a focus I'm, on Narrowena. I'm going to discount. I'm going to discount Manly. Yeah. 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 yeah, You've got an Airbnb in Narrowena, so if you're going anywhere, make a close. So you've got an Airbnb in Narrowena. You've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone ever do that? Well, they're staying there. What do you want? Yeah. To do? So yeah. Someone's like, all right, I'm going to be in Narrowena for a day. I need an itinerary. Something to do in the morning. Something to do in the afternoon. Something to do at night time. Yeah. What sure. do I do? Um. All right. Fair enough. So a classic Narrowena day let's say it's a um you probably all right you'd wake up <laughs> good start 2, 2 p.m yeah. uh, it's a hastings day <laughs> have eight up. cones um, <laughs> you'd obviously you'd go uh you'd go grab breakfast from beacon hill mcdonald's obviously okay uh okay. then you'd go down to the tab <laughs> You'd put you'd put a bet on. <laughs> put your life on number eight. At yeah, well, no, you'd no, you'd bet on the manly game that's happening that afternoon. Right, okay, okay. At walk, walk down to Brookie. It's quite. It's just narrowing's just you, above Brookie. You don't Oval. go to the fish and chip shop. No, you go there later. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's sure. coming. Sure, sure, sure. Um, no, you'd go down to Brookie to watch uh, to watch a manly game. Narrow yeah. Lake League's huge on the beaches. Yeah. that would be that would be the go. Um, and then if you got time, you'd probably get some shopping done at Warringah Mall. Um, that's a iconic landmark. Right. Um, and then. Uh, probably Mayview Chinese <laughs> or or Larry's. Like if, if Larry's is more of a lunch thing, but you can't really do that and do Brookie. Like you wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. But if you're gonna get, if, you're, if I'm recommending a meal from McDonald's, see the the Chinese on um, <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> we got this breakfast. Squad. There's no cafe. There's not a cafe. Right? <laughs> They've got this thing where they put bacon in between two English <laughs> Absolutely. You go to the Marcus, then yeah, it's a, it's a, not a cool place. <laughs> yeah, you'd go to the gross Chinese place or the. Uh, <laughs> you'd go to. You go to like, really selling it. How much is this? Is just a Narrowena no- thing or a Hastings <laughs> life thing? Yeah. <laughs> he's like out of the gross Chinese. Go to Larry's. Yeah, man. Uh, he's not like yeah. There's not there's nothing not to do. If you were to do options. like a big manly day, you'd, yeah, you'd go. I mean, a big Narrowena day. It's it would probably be centered around either going to Beverly Job and watching a Hawks game or going to Brookie and watching an Eagles. Right. That's and, kind of and, the and then a night you go into the DY. You could go to the Time and Tide for sure. That's the closest pub. It's it's gross. It's like kind of a gross old tradie pub. It's like sometimes bands play there and stuff. Yeah, so sometimes cool. you get so a that bit good of a, sort of gross. Yeah, you get a. It's a nice spot where you get like a bit of a mixed crowd, like where you would get like young people there to see yeah. a thing mixed in with some high right. and whatever. Yeah, cool. but it's not. It's not somewhere you'd ever visit. Right. Um, yes. It's not a place you'd ever. You're just born there. <laughs> and finally, finally, yeah. Hastings, you've achieved everything you could have ever dreamt yeah. in comedy. You, you up has been uh, yeah. nominated for Tony Awards. Yeah. <laughs> you up itself has egot it. Yeah. <laughs> You're replacing James Corden. Yeah, and it's now become you up with Andrew Hastings. We'll just tell your mother we ate it all. It's come back and it's the most popular podcast yeah. on the planet. Yeah, yeah, that's everything I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got all the weed that you could ever smoke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when all is said, we went the whole time without bringing it up. <laughs> the whole time, you know. Like, when all is said done, would you move back to Narrowena to settle down? I, I tell you what, I wouldn't. Mm. But I'm not planning on having children. If I were to have kids, I could certainly see it happening. Yeah. Interesting. Like yeah. follow up though. Yeah. If not Narrowena a spot in the beaches that you'd prefer or do you think you're 
not going back to the beaches. I, I, I wouldn't go back to the beaches. If I if I was super wealthy and had a family, realistically, Manly would be a nice option. Mm-hmm. Like I'd just go straight to Manly. It's um yeah, but. Uh, that will absolutely never happen. Um, and also, I could never afford to live there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Narrowino, I could probably afford to live. <laughs> well, Hastings, All right. it's here. Uh, Have you got anything you want to plug? All right, don't smirk. <laughs> people can hear the tone. Like, Come on, plug the show. I love what Jamie was trying to think of how to sum up Hastings. He's like, you have all the weed. He's <laughs> like, what does Hastings want? What do you guys think oh, of me? Just, I don't know. Like, <laughs> McDuck was swimming <laughs> in the weed. I mean, no, like if I no, asked I'm you, I'm not going to pretend re- that isn't a friend. Yeah, Press the record button now, and I said, "What do you want most in the world?" You'd be like, "A ton of weed." Like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Would you have anything to plug? Hey, yeah, I do. I do. On June sixteenth, two thousand and twenty-one, the so year this, of our Lord, and uh, this episode comes out on the fourteenth. So you've got two days. Two days. Uh, I'm doing back by popular demand. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing one la- for the t- for the foreseeable future. One last time. One last time. I'll be forming you up with Andrew Hayes. Are we allowed wow. to say who's featuring we on the can, lineup? We can. Okay, it, hit us. We have special guests, Cameron James. Wow. Wow. A former guest of the pod. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also probably people know him from other stuff he's done himself. James Cooper, like from the Newcastle episode. <laughs> yeah, he's a one-hit wonder. Uh, yeah. with the other Very special guest, Eloise Eftos. Also wow. from the podcast. Yeah. 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 A lot of podcasts. Again, yeah, again, again, she has done things. Now this is only no. And very exciting. Uh, on the sound and also maybe he might be popping into the show for a minute or two. We have uh, one Charles McCann. Oh. <laughs> also from the podcast. He has not done anything else. That or Raw. Wow. So, and where is it at? It is on... June 16, 9 p.m., Staves Brewery uh, in Glebe. And, and get tickets. Where do you get them? Get tickets on Try Booking. You can uh, be, just go to my Instagram or Facebook. It's at Andrew Hastings on Twitter, Andrew Hastings 11 on Instagram, link in bio for all the ticket shit. So yeah, check it out. And we say the first one was a technical disaster, <laughs> but it was hilarious I, to watch it unfold. And I I'm have, sure it's not going to be a technical disaster, but yes. even if it is again, go. <laughs> go so, no matter what happens, it's a high risk, high reward show. Yes. <laughs> no matter what, how, it could go either way. Yeah, it yeah. really could. But you'll either way, you'll have a good time. Absolutely. I absolutely promise you, you'll have a good time. I can attest to that. Yeah. Saw the first one, loved it. People, because I don't remember the first one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went on a therapy bender afterwards. Just forget it. <laughs> Closing song is just the entire audio of the first two. <laughs> this is so fuck. I've I deliberately scheduled in therapy for two days after this. You are oh just in case God. it goes right. Yeah. Yeah. Therapist, clear the calendar. Yeah. Clear he, the- he, he's no way he's not at home right now. Just being like, fuck. I hope that show goes good. Okay. Well, you should have. Uh, you should absolutely go see yeah, it just to see what happens. Hey, is very funny, and he's always around at comedy clubs. You can see his name on a bunch yeah. of audio yeah. and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what about yeah. Sunshine Inn as well? Oh right? yeah, yeah. Go. To, um, do you guys do you guys plug Powerbomb? Uh, we really. don't, but you can. Um, yeah. I run a comedy room with Jamie and Alex called Powerbomb Comedy in Glee. I think that might be the first time we've ever met. Also, <laughs> <it's going through. laughs> it, so, yeah. it, it was reflected in last night's ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Staves as well on a Friday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday night, night seven pm ish. Um, go to that. I also have a monthly soon to be fortnightly show oh. uh, just check it out it's called Late Night Laughs at DD's at the Sunshine Inn in Redfern yep I'm uh, on the next one yeah Ben's on the next one all the all the favourite also like guests from anyone from this podcast will probably show up at one of those rooms <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. we have 20 friends it's, yeah. it's, it's the same 20 people you like if you like them they'll be there yeah right? funny awesome and uh, as always subscribe like tell your mates yep five star review all, all that stuff, stuff. Yep. reach same. out to us on Instagram a lot we love it when people message absolutely. us absolutely yes. specifically write positive reviews about me if yes. you could do that yeah, yeah, I would really totally. enjoy that and you know what while we're at it go to Larry's just check it out I yeah. want to plug Larry's if okay. you're on the northern beaches Check it out sometime. Yeah, he's struggling yeah, yeah. and his only competition is the gross Chinese place. <laughs> <laughs> Larry's just trying to keep the lights on. It's like, I don't know, mate. Uh, what, a fun, what a fun episode. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Hastos. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.